0: Hey, warrior friends, happy Monday. It is a new Monday and a brand new warrior conversations with my warrior friend, Courtney. I am so excited. Hey, Courtney, I see you diving in. We'll get this party started in just a moment. Welcome to all of us. I'm so excited you're joining this warrior conversation. Hey, Stephanie, hey Yvonne, glad y'all are here. As you're hopping in the chat, Courtney, hello. Hey,
1: how are you?
0: Oh my my light
1: kind of does something funky, so sorry if it does that, but I'm excited to see you, Emily.
0: Girl, I was literally just thinking was it 2015, 2016 era that we, like, in- yeah, forever ago?
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking that too. Like, I don't know if it was 15 or 16, but it was way too long ago. So,
0: way too long. Like, I'm so glad we've been able to reconnect. Thankful for social media. Yeah, like I know um, it's the best for things like this, you know, I know I love it. thanks for joining me for this warrior conversation today um and thank you all it on feed as you're joining like just drop in the chat like, you're with us um we're so excited you're spending this Monday afternoon, depending on what um so let's get off the court obviously, I was so excited to see you <gasps> all the but I know. if you know you, who's Courtney?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm Courtney Lantigua, everyone, and I reside in Nashville, Tennessee, which is where I met Emily like forever ago at a conference, um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm a Nashville native, if you could call me that. I've lived here since I was four, which is like really, it's hard to find people who've been here that long because it's a lot of transplants here. But so I am a lover of Jesus. Um, I have an amazing husband named Shane, which I didn't have whenever, (laughs) whenever I met you. Um, so that's changed. Uh, and, um, instead of doing like speaking and advocacy work, which is what I was doing way back when, um, now I am a trauma-informed life coach, which is just the most amazing, um, thing that God dropped into my lap. So, um, a lot of people would refer to me, refer to me as a healing coach. I deal a lot with trauma healing. Um, and that's kind of me, wow. I guess, in a nutshell.
0: Girl, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. Like, all the- you're really helping people. How did you even get into this? how did you yeah. yeah so um that's such a loaded question but
1: yeah um so like forever ago around the time I met you I had just left big Four public accounting so my background is actually in uh, accounting I'm a CPA but retired now praise God like that was an answer prayer in itself um but yeah so I was doing um you know, advocacy work around, uh, well, let me back up. I did, a series called Thursday Thrive, where I featured people's stories of overcoming adversity. Um, And I was like, just trying to help people share their stories similar to what you're doing. Um, But mine was more focused on adversity and like overcoming that. And then in that, um, what I started to notice is I was really drawn to the stories of trauma survivors, like childhood trauma survivors, especially those people who wouldn't, you would never have thought that they had any sort of childhood trauma, which is the same for me. And that's actually now that I'm in this field, I see that actually it's a lot of people. Um, And so one day though, um, I was doing, I started doing advocacy work, like speaking in schools, Um, for childhood trauma survivors and getting trained in those things. And one day I was like spending time with the Lord and I felt like he told me, you need to study everything you can get your hands on about childhood trauma and just trauma in general. Because when I open the gates for what I'm going to do for you, you will not have time to learn any of it. And so literally I felt like I went off the map for like a couple of years and just like read everything I could get my hands on, um, studied a lot of different things, got a lot of different trainings. Um, and that helped me to really understand what is trauma and, um, how does it actually affect us? And that is kind of like where everything took off and he wasn't lying. Like whenever he opened the gate on coaching specifically, um, which was at the end of 2019, it's like every I haven't it's like been drinking from a fire hose since then. Like there's just so much. There's so he's just doing so much in my life and it's really, 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 really incredible to be a part of it.
0: Wow. That wow. and I love how you faithfully obeyed and taken step and he's continuing to just write this incredible story in and through your life. Um have someone joining us right now and they're out, you know, challenge trauma or I don't think I really Oh, if I did or not I feel like, right like well how does someone there start yeah to- yeah it's such a great question so um
1: really trauma affects not just our brain and our mind but it, it really affects our bodies and what's called the autonomic nervous system right really that's what creates, um, this shock in our system that a lot of us would think of as trauma. So a lot of times we think of like, you know, a war veteran or something like that, but actually any situation that you've had, um, that has made you lose your sense of, uh, security and safety and control, um, anything that made you feel so overwhelmed that it kind of shocked your system could be considered trauma. And here's the thing is what's traumatic for you may not be traumatic for me. It, all is dependent on your nervous system in that particular experience and what a lot of us don't understand and kind of overlook are the things the relational ruptures that happen to us in childhood see when we come out of our mother's womb we are like a magnet for attachment with her meaning we really 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 need connection with not just our mother but like our caregiver right and so what happens is along the way there's little relational ruptures for some people for other people, they're really big ruptures. Um, but those things feel so devastating, so shocking, so life-threatening to our very, um, underdeveloped nervous systems, right? Like you think of like any kid that, you know, they can get so overwhelmed so easily, And that can be like traumatizing to their system. And a lot of times it's things that like to our parents don't seem like that big of a deal. And we think they'll forget about it, whatever. Um, but to us it actually gets stuck and stored in our bodies in a lot of different ways. Um, so that's just a few thoughts on it. I really, I work a lot with emotional and relational trauma. Um, and so it's going to be those like, instances of things where there were relational ruptures and see as a kid, like, you know, you're dependent on your caregiver. And so anytime they're disconnected from you, maybe because they have, um, their own stuff going on, right? Like they're, you know, caught up in work or stress or their own trauma or whatever it is. Um, And we don't feel connected or attuned with them, um, then it can really create a lot of overwhelm in our nervous system. And so going back and healing that is really important because it shows up later in life in our relational patterns And that's really where people come to me because they have these relational patterns that are like, Oh my gosh, I keep repeating this thing. Or why am I overreacting at my kids? Or why can't I be vulnerable? Or, um, you know, why is intimacy hard with my husband? Um, why, you know, all of these things and it all goes back to things that happened in the past. Right. And it may not have been in childhood. I mean, for some people it's an adult thing too. Um, but it, people don't realize how your body is just responding to a perceived threat the same way it did in the past. And maybe in the past, it made a lot of sense that way, like back then, but it no longer is serving you well. And so your body really needs to be um, able to process
0: and heal from that. Wow. So what I love is really like a coming journey, right? So if you're pursuing becoming please- to be and you might feel like you're stuck right in this circle or this loop you don't know why you're coming back to this habit or path relationally whatever the case may be and it's critical that we look back and heal from our past forward you can't just forget about yesterday and grow from yesterday um so walk me through what does it mean and i know we kind of titled this conversation how to has to reach your full potential. Right. So yeah. what Like what? mean? Like what? Yeah. Go from totally. Okay. So let me say, cause
1: something that happens to a lot of people, let's say you've got a goal and you know what you need to do to achieve that goal, but like you cannot make yourself do it. Right. And what I want everyone to know is like, you shouldn't have shame about that because actually what's happening is your nervous system it has for some reason deemed the thing you want unsafe. Okay. And so your nervous system has one goal and one goal only, and that is to keep you safe and alive. Right. And so, um, if anything is perceived as threatening, which for us, a lot of times just anything you're changing feels threatening to your nervous system. Right? So anything that's unfamiliar feels threatening to your nervous system. So going after a next level goal, for instance, in your business or, you know, whatever hobby, um, and you can't. You know what you need to do, but you aren't doing it, it's because your nervous system has deemed it as unsafe. So I think the first thing is learning about your nervous system and what it's designed to do and how it actually works. And that is like the bread and butter of what I do. It's because the brain and the body are always working together. Uh, a lot of times we like to think of like mental health as separate from physical health, but your body doesn't think that. Your body is... It's all connected, right? And actually 80% of the information exchanged between your brain and your body comes from the body to Mm -hmm. the brain. And so we're actually um, upregulating individuals. Like we actually need more work on our body than we do. Like if you're working with just like mindset, you're only working with 20% of the problem. So it's so important to incorporate the body. And that's a lot of what I do through a process called somatic experiencing. And so basically, if you've ever had a pit in your stomach or tightness in your chest or a lump in your throat or tension in your shoulders, right? Like, so for instance, a lot of people, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and they need Instagram. They need social media to run their business. But for some reason, getting on a live or getting on their stories, it feels so scary to them. It, it's very anxiety Provoking, and maybe they get anytime they need to get on a story or an Instagram live, they get tightness in their chest, right? So, what that is, it's actually your body saying, This is not safe, abort, like get away from this thing, right? And that's because being seen at some point in their past has not been safe. Maybe they've been humiliated, maybe they've been criticized, rejected, and their nervous system says, Do not show up, do not take up space, do not be seen because being seen doesn't equal safety. Right. And so it's learning those cues from your nervous system and what it's trying to tell you. Um, anxiety is a big one. It's a, it's what a lot of people in our generation are really struggling with. And, and what I want people to know and always hear is like, there's actually no shame if you're struggling with anxiety because God actually designed our bodies To use anxiety to let us know when something is not right in our environment or in our thoughts or in our relationships. So it's actually just a warning sign to us that is like a gift from our body saying, hey, like something is not right. Maybe you're not being your authentic self or you don't feel safe in this relationship or this job is not right for you or whatever it is. And so it's actually a gift from our bodies. It is a um, warning sign from our bodies that's trying to take care of us. And when you start to see it like that, it really shifts the perspective. Right. But so the work that I do is, is first helping people identify what I call cues of danger. So like, how do you know that something's wrong in your environment. And for like, let's say uh, I know something's wrong when I try to get on Instagram because my heart starts racing and I freak out and all of a sudden I can't get on my stories. Right. And then I'll get curious with them about that and try to figure out maybe what is the root of that. Right. Um, and help them really somatically meaning with the body work through and process that.
0: Ooh, so it, I mean, I love, it It almost sounds like we take from our bodies whether are as you talked about uh, you almost take it and you look at it instead of feeling or or anxious about feeling looking at it and getting how you worded that and what is what is here um why what body telling me but it makes me wonder Courtney um I'm curious when you identify and you're working with your clients and okay, we've discovered this tightness in my chest when I open up Instagram, and mm-hmm. I was at this point in my journey I was afraid to be seen. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. past a done thing when you discover what it is to move forward or is this? Just-
1: yeah. Yeah. So good question. So, um, I don't know that on this side of heaven we're ever going to be 100% healed. Um, but what I get to do is give people practical tools to be able to go in and get to the root of what happened in the past that made them feel unsafe to be seen um, and help them to really, un- what is called as. Is- unburdening the part of you that feels like it's has to carry the weight of like, it's not safe to be seen and, and feels like it has to protect you from being seen. And, and, and so like in that example, it might tell you it cues the body to not get on Instagram because it's not safe to be seen. And then after we go through the unburdening process, it no longer feels like it has to do that job anymore. It doesn't feel like I, I have to keep you small. I have to keep you hidden. I have to keep you away from everything. Um, so that's part of it. And then the other part is like understanding your nervous system. So here's the problem like I just gave exa- anxiety as a um, example, right? Because so many of us are like fearful and panic when we get anxiety and all of those things. And what you really have to do is have a good understanding of what your body's trying to do and trying to accomplish, um, and start to shift that perspective. And um, and when you understand your nervous system, mm-hmm. and the different cues that it gives you, then you can start to, you can gain tools to tolerate the discomfort, to move towards the things that used to feel unsafe so that they don't keep you from doing them anymore. So part of it is an ongoing process of like using practical tools to stay grounded and, and to stay calm so that you can, still move towards those things without having a full-blown panic attack, right? Um, But also there's a big part of it that's going back and somatically processing the past experience that created the initial wound. And when you do that, that instead of being triggered at like a level, you know, 20 on a scale of one to 10 in those moments, when you get triggered now, it might be like a two or a three, which is very different than a full blown, like, oh, I'm at a 20 on a scale of one to 10. Right. So that's our goal. It's to lessen the frequency of the trigger, to lessen um, the activation around the trigger, meaning like the level of activation is not as um, bad. And then also your relationship to it, because now you're going to realize, oh, I'm triggered right now. So this is my body's way of telling me something. Right. And so those are kind of some of the big goals around triggers. I love,
0: I'm curious if somebody was tuning in and they're like, "Okay, I would maybe want to explore this with court?" Not, but I'm not sure what this process looks like. Like, yeah. I'm not sure, you know, about what is what does it look like to work with
1: you? Yeah, totally. So I have a couple of different things. So when people are just getting started, I usually send them to my nervous system ebook just so that they can kind of get their feet wet and some of the vocabulary that I use on a regular basis, because just knowing and understanding your nervous system can be the game changer itself, right? Like it can really help anybody. So I have an ebook at the link in my bio that you could go get. Now, if you want to take it to the next level, the best thing is the healing masterclass. So that's like an eight week course. Um, and it's capped at about 15 people. We get on a zoom call and once a week for eight weeks, we learn all of these concepts and we really dig into like these different healing modalities and um really understanding your nervous system understanding what's called your attachment style which is really the way that you emotionally connect with the people around you but it's also the way that you emotionally connect to your business or your money Um, the way you raise your kids, like all of those things. And so we'll dive into some of that and discover what your core wounds are. And then we'll do a little bit of generational trauma work because everybody has it. We would call them you know, generational patterns or curses or whatever you want to call it. We've all got it. So it's really important to look at it and understand it and identify what's been wreaking havoc on your family. So that's a piece of it too. And we do a few other um, exercises and and things like that. But the, the end, goal is so that you really have tools and knowledge and awareness, um, to help yourself going forward. Okay. Um, and then from there, everyone has the opportunity to work with me one-on-one and this is where you really do the deeper healing work. It's important to get the foundation of skills and understanding your nervous system actually needs context. Mm-hmm. In order to allow us to go deep, in order for it to feel safe enough to go back to some of those things, it needs context. So that's what the purpose of the masterclass is. And then once you have the context, then you get the choice, which is another cue of safety for the nervous system to have choice and agency, right? And you can then say, okay, I think I'm at a place where I want to do the deeper work and I want to get to the root of those core wounds and I want to process and heal those. And it's such a beautiful thing and it brings the most amazing transformation but that's kind of the process so first step maybe get your feet wet with the ebook and then if you decide you want to do the masterclass, we have um, a few of those opening up in April and you can get on the wait list Um, if you click the link in my bio you can click there and get on the wait list so you're the first to know when they open and then after that if you feel comfortable and you want to do the deeper healing work, then we would jump into some one-on-one work and it will change your life. So
0: (laughs) we're even hesitant at all. You are the best person I feel like for this role. I just, you make people feel so comfortable and I know in virtually, but you're just amazing. Your disposition. Um, I just, so, so sweet. So true. I also love this. Is a side note, but your train jumps. That was (laughs) video. Different (laughs) thing. Yes. Okay. Everyone needs to get a rebounder.
1: I like the, their trampoline, whatever. Um, I got mine on Amazon. I I can send you the link if you want it. Anyone who wants it, send me the, send me a DM and I will send you the link. But I love that thing so much. It really actually helps me regulate my nervous system in between client calls and things like that. Because, um, uh, one thing about your nervous system is moving energy out of your body. You've got to do that. So movement is one way to do that. And, and I like to make it fun. If I'm going to move, I'm like, I might as well have some fun. And so, um, what I tell people too is think about your childhood. Like what did you like to do as a kid? Right. And, or, and for me with the trampoline that was probably middle school. So it wasn't really a kid. I was more like a adolescent. Um, but think about like what brought you joy, in your younger years. Right. And then do some of those things again, incorporate them. And they actually can be some of the best tools for you. So like, I loved, I mean, I wouldn't climb trees now, but I'd love to be in nature. Right. And that's very regulating to my nervous system. Um, jumping on the trampolines, one riding bikes can be really fun too. Right. Um, but so those are just like fun ways that really help your nervous system to regulate. And, um, so I'm always like, yeah, we we regulate your nervous system, but make it fun. <laughs> so <laughs> the trampoline is one way that I do that. And yeah, I usually post it in my stories a couple times a week. Um
0: I love Because it. it's so fun. I love it so much. So if somebody read, eyes are opening, they really... I don't want to keep repeating habits and patterns. And I can see exactly what you're talking about, Courtney. What? Like maybe ready for a masterclass. I'm going to go download the ebook masterclass and some coaching, but what's do right now in my world, on my way to work, like how can I love this conversation? In and- yeah,
1: Um, so I think that that's a really good question. I'm trying to think of where I would point you. So honestly, what I tell a lot of people is go check out my Instagram highlights because I have, a whole. I mean, I'm talking about, you can go deep, you can go for hours and people do it, especially like the nervous system highlight, the trauma highlight. Um, there's a lot of really good tips in there, um, tips on regulating and thing in like, um, yeah, just, I would say start there because you're going to find a lot of gold there. Um, But also, like, um, I would say journaling can be one of the best first steps. It's really hard for people though, sometimes if they have unresolved trauma. So I hate to start people with that sometimes because then they can have shame. Like, why isn't this working for me? And I just want to say, if journaling doesn't work for you, that's okay. There's other things that you can learn and we'll teach them in the masterclass. But, um, it's a good place to start because you know, what you want to do is just get curious, like be like, okay, I'm noticing that every time somebody gives me feedback I get so uncomfortable. Right. And so go to a journal and, and kind of write out, all right, what do you feel? What are the sensations that you feel in those moments? And, um, I'm curious, like when are some other, you know, times that you've experienced that, or maybe when is one of the first times you remember experiencing that? What does it remind you of? So just like get curious about that experience, maybe when it started and those types of things, and it'll help you start to make connection. So here's the thing. Um, One of my clients actually said this to me this week. Like, I don't usually ask why a lot. Um, I ask, like, I say, let's get curious about things. And for her. And I think a lot of my clients, like that's the key. It's like curiosity has an element of play. Like you can't really, when you're being curious about something, you're not going to mess it up. You're just like curious, right? It's kind of playful. And so I think being curious can remove the shame. When you ask why it's almost like, um, you know, you can feel like incompetent or like confused or like all these like negative unpleasant sensations and emotions. When you're curious, there's like an element of safety and an element of play involved. And that's a very, that's a safe experience when you're asking why it's more of like a, uh, unsafe or unpleasant experience. Right. So I would say get curious, about why you're doing the things that you're doing, and that can go a long way.
0: Ooh, I, love I mean, I've loved this truly to become who God made you to be, who you dream of being in your life. Like, we can't ignore what has happened, and our body's not so we can either keep the patterns that we're living and stuck, or we can choose to get curious, um, like you're and really. Through what are bi- communicating? Um, so, everybody watching, one ready, follow, go deep dive onto her hi- link in her bio and register for the class. Like, we all three of her stories you're gonna register. So, they're again on the way, yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> doing this is incredible. Um, any last things that this conversation. Um, I just want to honor all of you guys for being here, uh,
1: looking at yourself and self reflecting can be really, really hard work. Um, especially if you've learned to survive by trying to forget your whole life, I want to honor all parts of you that want to self protect and want to be like, I don't want to do any of this. This sounds scary. Like I want to honor all those parts that are showing up right now. And I want to honor you for just staying on this long enough to kind of get curious. Right. Um, and that's a great first step. So I I definitely want to leave you guys with that. And the other thing I want to say is like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Every belief and pattern that you have makes sense given your history. And that is what I want everyone to know. Like there's nothing wrong with you. Everything's right with you. And I think that's really, really important to hear. Um, and then I want to say, talking about people who are becoming who God made them to be, I think that you are like a walking billboard for that, obviously, because you are right where God wants you to be. And you've always been, um, in this role of just like inviting other into conversation. It's so powerful. Um, and so thank you. I'm so honored that I got to be on here, um, and to just see you and catch up and, um, yeah, it's just so great to see you and be a part of what you're doing and what God called you to do. So, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me be
0: here. Well, girl, the honor is mine. I'm cheering you on. I'm big Thank you for being a part of this warrior conversation. You're amazing. So You
1: are you. too. Thank you.
0: Thank you, thank you, everyone. Your Monday. See you later.